Hi, Lenny. Hi, Nancy. Welcome to episode 30 of the Front Porch Book Club. The Front Porch Book Club is a podcast that meets twice a month. We like to dig deep into the relationship between characters and the worlds they live in. Grab your book and iced tea and join us on the Front Porch. Lenny, today we get to interview Erin DeBoer about her book, Accidental Super Mom. I know I'm really excited about this because I know Erin, sort of. I know her mom very well <laughs> and her dad very well. Aww. So I've kind of followed her from a distance. I probably met her a couple of times over the past couple of decades. <laughs> her mom posts a lot and is so proud of her on Facebook. So I've seen her more from a distance and found she was writing this book and we talked about Mother's Day and how fun it would be to have like a real mom book for Mother's Day. So I'm really excited to talk to her. And this is a great mom book, but it's not like a all sweetness and roses mom book. Oh, it's like, no, it's a, a funny real life adventures mom book. <laughs> this is I'm trying to get a shower and it's three o'clock in the afternoon kind of book. Exactly. This is the real motherhood. <laughs> it's quippy. It's funny. It's very relatable, especially in those early years of motherhood. Absolutely. Erin was really fun to talk to. She's an avid blogger and social media manager. She originally published her writing on her page, Accidental Supermom, and wrote about the good, the bad, and the wildly hilarious side of parenting. She has three small children and a loving husband, and they are an endless source of inspiration for all her relatable content, which everyone will hear more about during our interview. She also uses her platform to educate everyone about type 1 diabetes, and this is a chronic illness her son was diagnosed with at just 21 months. Well, let's get to it, Nance. Time to talk to Erin. Welcome to the front porch, Erin. Hello, Erin. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Well, we're so excited to have you. For Mother's Day, we were wanting to do a book on being a mom. Nancy yep. and I are both moms. Yep. So we thought we're going to have your book on for May. This is a funny little quippy book. <laughs> First of all, you're very busy. I am. Busy being a mom, busy working. <laughs> yeah. Is this your first book, Erin? It is my first book. Actually, I went to college for English education. So I've always loved English, loved writing and reading. But we started a family, my husband and I. We got married and we immediately started having kids. We had three kids in two and a half years. Wow. Right now, my kids are seven, six, and my four-year-old will be five in a month. Mm -hmm. They came out rapid fire. And we were like living this very chaotic new life together. And when I had my third child and she was two months old, my son, who was one at the time, was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. And so when that happened, flipped our worlds upside down. We're like, how are we going to do this? We essentially have three babies and one with a chronic illness now. And so what happened was my mom, she called me and she was like, I have an idea for you. Let's put one more thing on your plate. <laughs> At the time I was a stay at home mom. I still had a million things going on, but I was like, okay, yeah, what, what do you think I should do, mom? And she said, if you want to spread awareness about type 1 diabetes, and if you want an outlet, 
why don't you start a blog? And I'm like, okay. So I started writing and I started a blog and I created a social media account for it on Facebook and Instagram. Every Tuesday, I would write about type 1 diabetes. So I would give facts about it or little stories that happened to us. And then I was like, wait a second. I have a lot more I want to say. Like, I don't want to be restricted to just type 1. I want to talk about all of the fun stuff that happens when you're a parent. So I just started writing these anecdotes about being a parent, and it just blew up. I started being featured all these places, and it was really incredible. So basically what my book is, to come full circle, is a compilation of all of those parenting and marriage quips that I've put out there over the course of the last five years or so. Okay. You're more seasoned than the last time I checked up on you. So yeah, you have some material now. Yes. These are all little, not even a page. They're just these little quippy interactions that happen every day Mm -hmm. with parents, but are so funny. I wonder if while you're going through them, do you laugh about it or is it only later? (laughs) It depends. (laughs) Some of my longer blogs that I didn't include in this book, I have intentions of putting those together in like a more substantial book. Some of those stories, I feel like in the moment, I was like, this isn't okay. What is (laughs) happening here? Everyone's crying. They're crying. I'm crying. What's happening? And then when I put them to bed and I can process it. Okay, actually, I think I have a story here. A lot of times, these really short little narratives, I immediately in my head think, well, that's a meme. <laughs> I should just like, tweet that right now because somebody's going to be able to relate to that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely relatable. I remember those early years. What about you, Nance? Those, oi. <laughs> I absolutely remember those early years, but I definitely did not have time to write a blog during those early years. And I had just one. Tell us how you took the journey from blog to then getting the idea of putting these ideas into a book and having it published. Yeah. So I started my social media and in a way there's some permanence there. Yeah, it's out there. It's out in the world. I can come back to my pages. But it almost felt like if they were lost, how am I going to remember all these hilarious stories that happened to my kids? So I thought, well, let's see if a publisher will like my idea of having these very small couple sentence pages in a book and see if I can get it published. That way, at least we can have these stories recorded They're my words. My kids can have them when they grow up so they can remember all the times they peed down my stairs or like whatever. (laughs) And so that's kind of what I did. I just put my feelers out there for a publisher. And I was very fortunate when I was looking to get it published that I did have publishers contacting me so I could pick and choose. And they said yes. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay, let's do this. 
that is so wonderful that you already had a following because of your blog, I guess. Yeah. So I started the blog, but then my Instagram was the one that really took off. I was very fortunate at the time. There is like this community of parent writers and they're like the most hilarious and just real relatable humans I've ever come in contact with. I've never met not one of them in real life. Mm-hmm. I only had like this online relationship with them. Fortunately, they took me in and helped share my content. And it was just like a really beautiful community that I was so fortunate to be a part of. Well, still am. Oh, that's fabulous. That's great that you got all that support. When in the world do you have time to write? So... At the time when everything was so crazy, my husband was working as a correctional officer in a jail and his shift was two to 10. And so I would take a couple hours in the morning before he went to work and we would just tag team the kids. Okay, you have two hours, you go, you write or do whatever you want and then I'll go to work. I'm very fortunate that he was encouraging when I'm like, oh, I'm going to go write for a couple hours. Nope, I'm not getting paid for it. It's really just for fun. And fortunately, now it's led to a career. But like at the time, there was a solid like 18 months where I was just writing just to write. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So in the mornings, that's when I wrote. Oh, he's so supportive. That's so nice. Did he read the parts that have to do with him? And what did he think? (laughs) I got so lucky. He's the best husband. My love language is being able to like make fun of you. And and he loves it. He's like, oh, it's so funny. Oh my gosh. So I'll write something and I'll be like, this is about you. And he's like, you have to post that. That's so funny. And so he can make fun of himself, which is why we work so well. Uh, he's the best. So he loves it. He loves that the whole second part is about him. When it came out, he was so proud. It was Aww. adorable. <laughs> he was telling all his friends, you have to buy this book. So yeah, he's very sweet. Oh, that is so nice. <laughs> so what was it like seeing your book at Target and Walmart and all of those places? Right now, I've only ever seen it online. Okay. I've never seen it like actually in a store. Now, in all fairness, I don't get out much. (laughs) (laughs) But I do remember like the first time it was delivered here in the boxes and I got to preview it. Mm -hmm. I couldn't even wrap my head around it. I was holding this book that I wrote and it still is wild to me to, to think about. But Of your kids, your oldest one is what, nine, did you say? She's seven. Okay, seven. Has she read or seen this book and have any kind of idea that she's in there and that mommy's an author? Yes. She's very proud. She, in fact, when my book came out, she wrote her own meme book. Oh, (laughs) I love it. Of course, she's in first grade, so it was hilarious and all about me and how I'm a mean mommy. (laughs) And I was so proud. Because I'm yeah. like, you know what? I do rag on these kids. And so I love it. I'm like, this is beautiful. But yeah, she often will say, can you read me some of the book? They think it's fun now to hear all the funny things that they said when they were little. Mm-hmm. So she likes it for now. For now. We'll see. Oh, you're an inspiration <laughs> to the next generation. I think that's wonderful. 
<laughs> so it sounds like you had a lot of stories that could have been included. How did you go about selecting which little quips to include in the book? I don't know. <laughs> I put them all down in like a Google Doc. Yeah. I just edited out some of them and figured, okay, well, if I write another one someday, I'll just include them then. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I feel like this was such a specific time period when my kids were super young. Yeah. And my husband and I were really in the thick of the trenches of having a new family and babies. And so that timeline made it a little easier to like whittle down. Right. Well, you know what? The thing about parenting is I can certainly see a sequel to this because there's certainly, you know, those babies, the diapers getting no sleep, trying just to go to the bathroom by yourself or get a shower. Any parent can remember those. But there's some really funny moments in grade school. And then I'm thinking a book about the teen years would be really helpful and therapeutic for (laughs) other parents going through those years. So I can kind of see a sequel happening here. Every time my kids enter a new phase, I'll just release a new book. (laughs) There you go. That sounds good to me. I was wondering, do you have a funniest kid? Well, that's actually a good question. They all try to tell jokes. They think it's funny to like make each other laugh and their jokes are like ridiculous and I try to laugh. (laughs) I think just looking at the three of them, my son does say really funny things to get a laugh, but he knows how to toe the line. Like my youngest is a while. She's a little bit like feral. (laughs) (laughs) She's funny, but like she can cross a line and I'm like, "Mm, too far. That went too far. But like my middle one, he does know how to work a crowd. So I think I may be the middle one. Have you always been funny? I don't know. I was actually quite shy. I didn't really come out of my shell too much unless I was around my friends growing up. I think my mom is very funny. Like she's sarcastic and dry. And my dad is like really funny. He's like overtly funny. So I think over the years of being in my family, just like their combined humor just sort of funneled into me, I want to say. But I... I think my humor really started peaking maybe in college. (laughs) I don't know if I've ever thought of that, but yeah, maybe. (laughs) You come from a pretty large family, I guess, nowadays. But what do your parents think about you as a parent? Do they see themselves? What are they thinking of the book? Yes, that's a great question. I'm one of four. I have two sisters and a brother. My sister, who's three years younger than me, has always been very maternal, thoughtful, domestic, and really good at all those things. And I am the opposite. Like, I am not. I'm not maternal. I'm kind of a mess about things like that. Can't cook. Can't bake. So I do remember this really funny instance where her baby was three months old. I had my first one. So we literally both holding newborns. And my mom says to Andrea, Andrea, you're such a great mother. You're so natural. And she looked at me because I'm holding my baby, who at the time was probably just like screaming her head off because she cried nonstop. And she looked at me and she goes, you're doing better than I thought. <laughs> like, I'm not sure how they think I'm doing like as a parent. Well, your sister was a home ec major, right? Isn't she like a facts, family yeah. science teacher yeah. or something? She is. 
But with my book and my successes, I know my parents, they have said to me many times, we're just so proud of you and we're happy you're happy. And I really am just living my dream now. And I know that they're just so happy for me, even if I'm just doing better than they thought. (laughs) Your mom must be patting herself on the back for coming up with the idea to begin with, right? Every time somebody mentions the book, she's like, did you tell them this was all my idea? Right, right. (laughs) Yes, mom. This is all your idea. All you. It's all you, mom. All of the parenting. It's all you. (laughs) I don't know if Linda ever mentioned to you that she and I and our brother are all within two and a half years of each other as well. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah, I've never met anyone who had kids so close as we were until meeting you. Well, now here's the thing, Erin. My mom didn't really understand how birth control works. <laughs> I believe in that you did, and this was on purpose. <laughs> Some of them were not on purpose. <laughs> the second one was definitely, this is a blessed miracle because I don't know how to <laughs> I believe I was the same. I think I was also the same. (laughs) A blessing. (laughs) What order are you two? Are you two and three and your brother's the oldest? Yes, I'm, uh, this is Linda and I'm in the middle. Okay. And I was 11 months after my brother. And then Nancy was 18 months after me. Yeah. And then Linda and Steve were even in the same grade all through school. Everyone just assumed they were twins. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. My first two are 12 months apart, but they're both in October. So I will have three kids in three consecutive grades. Oh, okay. So next year we'll have kindergarten first and second. Oh, that's so great. I don't recommend it, probably similarly to your mother. (laughs) Yeah, even from my perspective, they seemed like they were busy years. (laughs) What are you working on now? Do you have some projects underway? After this book, I was like, okay, I'm going to breathe for a second. I knew that it was going to be a process, but just a lot of approvals and back and forth with the publishers. And I'm okay, I'm going to take a little break. I do have some like future, I guess, goals for myself. Yeah. Actually, something I'm kind of interested in would be doing potentially stand up, which is like a really big goal of mine that I've had for a little bit. Yeah. That's exciting. I think that's like going to be my next project, I'll say. Oh my golly, that's really interesting. Have you ever done anything like stand up before? I have not. Apart from like, I do did the podcasts, I have done like Instagram lives and things like that. Okay. You're basically just talking similarly to this or like any speeches in front of a large crowd (laughs) and like, let's see how many times I can make these people laugh. So like my sister's wedding when I was the maid of honor, things like that. Yeah. Did you love that? I did. Did you give the toast and all of those yeah. kind of things? I okay. So yeah, maybe in the next year or so. I already have like a script written out. I just have to be brave. Oh, very so good. exciting. Oh, I look forward to hearing about that and watching for that. That's really exciting. Yeah. Wow. Um, how can people connect with you? I am on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. My handle is at Aaron.L.Debor on Instagram. And same as on Twitter. And then on Facebook, if you just search Aaron DeBoer Writer, I should pop up. Are you still doing your blog? 
sometimes I get on there. Okay. <laughs> I am a social media manager now for a brand. So it takes up a lot of my time. So a lot of times when I'm like, oh, I have to post something, it's for my brand. So I, my personal stuff has kind of taken a backseat, but I will pop in every once in a while. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Well, we'll include all those links on the web page for this episode. Yeah. People can go directly from there too. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us on the front porch. It's been so fun talking motherhood with you and reliving some of those very frantic early years. <laughs> Thank you so much. I had so much fun. Oh, thanks for joining us. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh my goodness, Nancy. What a surprise she was in some ways. Like I said, I've I've seen her a couple of times kind of from afar. Right. But that she's taken these everyday things that we can all relate to and then just have fun as a mom and see the humor in it. I think she may have a future in stand-up. I thought that was really interesting that she's interested in doing that. We need more parents that just see those fun little lighthearted weird things that are common in parenting Mm -hmm. and just make us laugh because those were some hard years looking back they're ridiculous ridiculous things that happen being a parent (laughs) and times when you're pretty sure you're going to tear out your hair and everything else and I just love that she is so relatable about the, the funny and ridiculous side of parenting right and her husband is so kind and supportive He's like a real cheerleader for her. And I just thought that was so nice. That's adorable. It really is. (laughs) So our book next month, Nancy, is going to be The Nightingale, a novel. And it's by Kristen Hanna. It's going to be an interesting book, I think. I haven't gotten it yet. I think so, too. It continues our World War II theme that we seem to have over the last couple of books. But World War II is just super popular right now. And we haven't done a novel for a little while. So I think this will be really fun and interesting. I've heard from a number of people how much they enjoyed this book. Well, I look forward to reading it then. Me too. And thanks, everybody, for listening. If you enjoy our podcast, be sure to sign up for our monthly newsletter. You can go to our website at frontporchbookclub.com to sign up and you'll get a funny, short little newsletter from us, mostly pictures <laughs> <laughs> of, of times we've gotten together, it seems. <laughs> a few little notes. We do get together. We do. But Linda, we took no pictures of ourselves when we were together in March. <laughs> I, I just can't even fathom that. Well, it <laughs> does not seem right. Thankfully, we have May coming up and we will definitely take pictures of ourselves when yeah, we see we each other in May. Another again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got to do something with those frequent flyer things. I don't do those. Oh, it's time to cash those babies in. No, I don't. I don't even have them signed up, Nance. Oh, you haven't signed up? Oh, no. <laughs> I have so many cards in my purse I can't keep track of. So it's just, I got to force myself to do it, but we digress. Okay. (laughs) There are these things called apps. You don't have to keep cards in your wallet anymore. (laughs) Really? No. I didn't know you you have it on your phone with your memory. Oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) Oh, this podcast is so informational. I have no idea. I really didn't know. I really didn't know. Oh, I love it.
I love oh, it. Oh dear. Oh dear. Okay. Well, I'll have to look into that. <laughs> I mean, may need some help, obviously. But back to the podcast. Our episodes come out twice a month on the first and third Wednesdays of every month. All right, Lenny. Well, I'll see you next time or in between when you need help downloading an app for the oh, airline geez. and signing up for free frequent <laughs> <laughs> flyer miles. <laughs> All right, Nancy, will you take care? You too, bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye.